Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Latimer Volkman. And today, Lori and I have the distinct honor of sitting with Denver Broncos superfan and Hall of Famer, Rescue Rob Garner. So, Rob, tell us, give us the lowdown. You are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right down the hall from the, the bronze busts of all the players. There's a Ford Hall of Fans, and uh, last year was the first year of it, and um, those three uh, were from uh, Miami, Pittsburgh, and then the Bear Man from Chicago were the first inductees. And then this year, um, they left their plaques up, but then replaced them with, uh, replaced the displays with all of our stuff from, from this year. It's pretty cool. Nice. You went in with the Puppet Lady and Big Nasty, is that, is that correct? Yeah, the puppet lady, uh, Janelle from Kansas City, and Keith Kunzig, uh, Big Nasty from Tampa Bay. <laughs> Your thing is you are a firefighter. You, uh, you have a fire truck. You have uh, a, the fire hat. You've got, you are rescue Rob. Like, so, so tell us about how you, you developed this persona and, and how it kind of took off. So I'm a firefighter for Cooter Fire Authority in Fort Collins. I've been a firefighter for 15 years. And, uh, and a, a bunch of years ago, my wife, for Christmas, I unwrapped this present and inside it is a Broncos fire helmet. To this day, it's still the best uh, gift anybody's ever given me. And so I started wearing it to the games and it's just super exciting. People loved it. And then uh, another firefighter friend of mine here in town made my suspenders. I got some old bunker gear of mine and I dyed it orange and I started wearing all that to the game. And then my family and I were on a, a vacation in South Dakota and we came across this kind of shorter, boxier, old fire engine uh, for sale on the side of the road. And we test drove it and we drove it home in like 110 degree weather. It was just scorching hot. And cause you're not only that, but there's no air conditioning and you're sitting on the engine. So uh, <laughs> we, we brought it home and we turned it into Broncos Country Engine 7. And from there, everything just kind of blew up. Fans took notice. The Broncos took notice. Uh, they invited me to be in the Super Bowl 50 parade after they won. So it was just uh, awesome. It's been, it's been a whirlwind over the last, you know, five or six years for sure. So when was the first game that you showed up with the fire truck to Mile High? Oh, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know. It was probably sometime in 2015 or 14. Those were some good years. You're good luck for the team. Yeah, it was actually the the truck made its debut, I think, the year before we won the Super Bowl, which was very exciting. What's your game day ritual now? Not this year, obviously, but... When I first started, I just uh, drove it in and basically parked it in one spot, like you see in that picture, backed up over some over the dirt and... <laughs> My wife and I would hold a little tailgate for my friends and family, things like that. 
Um, but then I teamed up with a couple other super fans, Bronco Babe and, and Bronco Ken. And we now hold one of the biggest tailgates in the parking lot called the Fired Up Tailgate. It's in Lot C, right on the southwest corner of the stadium. And it's an entire, entirely charity uh, tailgate. So we get our food and our drink donated and people come in and then they give cash and we give all that away. Uh, last year we gave around $10,000 away to different charities. Wow. So bucket, you don't have like a fire helmet or the boot that we always see when we, when we <laughs> donate at the grocery store? Come on. <laughs> yeah, well, so at first it was a bucket. Now uh, another guy who's at our tailgate, he made a nice wood a uh, little box with a slit and you know pictures of us on it and stuff so a little little more formal than uh, than it used to be with just the bucket well let's give a little credit who are some of your sponsors that donate the food uh redbird chicken uh polidori sausage those are our main two food sponsors and then we have an alcohol sponsor Catherine is one of our she's a super good chef if you ever come by our tailgate it is bar none the best tailgate food you've ever had she was on both rachel ray and chopped on the food network yep. so she's a she's a great chef um and so you'll you'll never have any better tailgate food than than a fired up tailgate nice and so <laughs> what are some of the charities that you give away to our biggest charity is the ronald mcdonald house of denver we that's where we give most of our money this year we also gave money to the children's diabetes foundation a tailgate with Hope Kids Colorado. And we actually did that with against a charity in, or a, a tailgate in Kansas City. And we mm -hmm. kind of fought back and forth to see who could raise more money. And they beat us last year uh, pretty handedly, actually. We, we raised close to $11,000 total, but um, three of that came from like 35, 3,600 came from our tailgate. So they beat us pretty bad. So this year it's not going to happen, but next year we're, we'll definitely do that charity tailgate for Hope Kids Colorado again. And we got to beat the Chiefs this time. Yes. We got to beat them on the field and in the charity race. Fundraiser. Everywhere we can, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we got, we got pies in our face because we lost. So I, I don't, we got to <laughs> stick it to them next year. I've been in such a whirlwind, just that things are skipping out of my brain real quick. No but. worries. Let's actually talk about the whirlwind. Tell us about your experience, how they celebrated it, how they presented it, how you found out. And just how large a man David Baker really is. <laughs> I, I have met him and he is, he is a massive man. He is just not fat, just big. He is huge. There's a picture of me and my family that we took with him and me with my fire helmet on top of my head is about as tall as he is. He is he's massive. He's like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His hands are huge. <laughs> Jess went to the Hall of Fame game last year when the Broncos played in it and like covered all that for us. And so he has visited the Hall of Fame recently. I've seen the Hall of Fans where your jersey now is. So I'm excited that you're there. Like that's really cool that, that, that you're representing Broncos country there. Very, very neat. So uh, last year, uh, in the beginning of the year, the Broncos emailed me and said that they thought about including me into this contest and they wanted me to go sign up at FordHallOfFans.com. And so I did. And then uh, they called me a few months later and they said, hey, we're, we're going to shoot some video. We want to shoot some video at your house. 
um, we're doing it for a bunch of fans. Um, can you do that? And I said, sure. So they came and when they came, they set up this entire basement in like a movie studio. They had lights and cameras and there were so many people. <laughs> and in my brain, I was like, eh, something, something's going on here, you know, but I didn't know exactly what. And so we're doing the interview and in the middle of the interview, there's a knock at the door. I walk upstairs and Champ Bailey is at my door. <gasps> no <It's>, way. <laughs> uh, Champ Bailey's there and he tells me that he's uh, nominating me for the Ford Hall of Fans. And so I instantly just give him a big hug and invite him in and show him, you know, some of my stuff. And I had my fire truck here, so I so showed him that and it was just super, super exciting. And so that's when I found out that I was in the top six. And so after that, there was an online voting process and, you know, we had to share social media and get people to vote for us. So every day um, from like December to the Super Bowl, I would just put different content on my social medias and remind people to vote. And um, right before the Super Bowl, a few days before the Super Bowl, I found out I was in the top three. And so they took the top three of us, uh, me and Janelle and Keith, took us to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl LIV, which is cool because my daughter's name is Liv. Oh. So I got to take her to the Super Bowl as well. There at the hotel is when David Baker came up to our door and he knocked on my door just like he does the, the players in the Hall of Fame. And he told us that I was going to be inducted into the Ford Hall of Fans. And it was just unbelievable moment, you know? Did you know you were going to be inducted anyway? I had seen the year before and how they did that. They sent three to the Super Bowl and then they inducted all three. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, I was kind of thinking it's probably going to happen. Yeah. But then they knew that as well. So they made me be last. And so I waited forever. I was waiting in my room for a long time and it started to creep into my brain. Like maybe they're not doing the same as they did last year, you know? And then, so I'm waiting for, a possible knock at the door of David Baker and my phone rings, not my cell phone, but the hotel room phone. I answer it and he's like, is this better? And I said, uh, this is fine. You know, who's this? <laughs> he's like, this is coach Mike Shanahan. And I was like, coach Shanahan. I was like, so excited. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I start telling him everything that's happening and what I'm waiting for. And he's like, uh, okay. And then they hung up on me. Oh no. So, so at that moment, I'm like, Oh no, I just blew it with coach Mike Shanahan. Like, <laughs> I had no idea what happened. And then a few minutes later, David Baker knocked on my door and, uh, you know, I gave him a hug and he told me that I was being inducted, all that kind of stuff. But then the next day I was in the lobby of the hotel and I see Mike Shanahan. He was there because um, we were staying in the hotel of the family for the 49ers. So I see him and I go up to him with my kids and I'm like, I explain what happens and I apologize that I was so excited, you know, and all this stuff. And he's like, I didn't hang up on you. He's like, I was doing a radio interview and we were calling whoever it was. I don't, I don't know who it was. They called the wrong room and accidentally called my room, the only Bronco fan in the entire hotel. And so the producers of the radio show that he was doing an interview for, they're the ones who hung up the phone because they realized that they were, that they had the Oh my number. goodness. Yeah. Yeah. We you... left about it and we took a photo and, you know, he talked oh to my, my kids and stuff, but 
it was just such a weird coincidence at like the perfect time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. What did they do this year? What kind of ceremony did they do at the Hall of Fame? So because of COVID-19, this was all supposed to happen on the Hall of Fame weekend um, with Steve Atwater being there and all that kind of stuff. And so that all got canceled and it was a really bum deal. They still wanted to do something this year um, in person for us. This week, we went down to the Hall of Fame. They did everything. It was wonderful. There weren't many people there, so it was kind of quiet. It was real personal and it was just, it was very, very nice to kind of get to experience that without a big rush of people. We shot different video segments, interviews, and then they brought us over to where the Ford Hall of Fans is and they had a big curtain up and... Uh, David Baker kind of introduced us and then he unveiled it and we walked in and saw all of our, you know, our gear, our game day gear that we normally wear to the stadium. It was inside a, a glass box and there was a plaque on the wall with our names and our faces and uh, it was just unbelievable. You look over and there's the uh, the barrel man's barrel and you're like, holy cow, I'm in the hall of fans. <laughs> yeah, his, his barrel is literally not even 30 feet, maybe 15, 20 feet away from all of my gear. That's elite company, isn't it? I mean, that's so cool. Like, Will all your gear stay there? Do you have to now get new gear? <laughs> Does your wife need to get you a new helmet? Well, so um, I already had a new helmet. So the one you see in the picture there, that's, the, uh, that's what's in the hall of fame. But it... it got signed by Peyton Manning. We were at a game and he was walking in and my wife got it signed by Peyton. So that after that game, You're like, we, I'm not wearing this again. <laughs> we retired that helmet anyway. And she made me a new one um, that I wear to the games now. Other things that are in there are um, an old bobblehead that my kids gave me for Christmas of, of me when I was, you know, had glasses and, <laughs> and then uh, so there's cute. a, I have two pairs of suspenders. The ones you see there are the ones I wear to the game. But um, when every day when I go to work, I have another pair that's got uh, the new Bronco uh, logo on the yeah. back. And they're all worn and, you know, beat up because they've been in a bunch of fires. But those are the ones that the Hall wanted. So those are in there. And then I also played in a, um, a fire versus police flag football game at a Broncos versus Seahawks game a few years ago. And they made us like name plates for our lockers. And I got that signed by Carl Mecklenburg. So that's in my oh, that's case cool. as well. Oh, that's great. So does your case stay up the whole time? Yeah, my case will be there for a year. All my gear is on loan for a year and then they'll send it back to me. Did you ask them if you can come back next year so you can be with Steve Atwater and Peyton Manning when they go in? Yeah. <laughs> so I, it was great. I didn't even have to ask. They've been so wonderful. They um, So they did this for us this year, but they want us to also experience the whole thing that we were supposed to. So they're sending us back next year oh, to go oh to good. the enshrinement ceremonies and the games and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I have Steve Atwater and then for sure Peyton Manning. Um, yeah. That's a lock next year. So it's very exciting. You got a better deal <laughs> out of COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't like exactly how they wanted it, but it worked out great. And, and we're very excited to, to be a part of, part of it for almost like three years in a row now. So you've been a season ticket holder? My mom put me on the season ticket holder list when I was in high school. Um, Thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah, so I, and she didn't even tell me. I didn't know. And so when I was 30, I got a call from her and she's like, hey, your season ticket numbers up. And I was like, what? You know, I had no clue. 
we have four seats and yeah, my kids get to go to the games now. It's, it's pretty awesome. Where are your seats generally? So, you know, the Broncos have a, a long season ticket holder list. And so people just don't give up their tickets. So after 10, actually, this would be my 11th year. I'm still up in section 509 yeah. on the West side. Um, and I, you know, I keep trying to move down, move down every year. They give us an opportunity, but Broncos country is so awesome that they just, they just don't give I up know. their seats. I so, know you're so, lucky to have seats. <laughs> yeah. So we're in section 509. So when Peyton Manning, um, threw his 509th touchdown a couple of years ago, they flashed our section up on the board and everybody was going wild. It was, it was pretty cool. Rescue Rob probably has <laughs> quite a, a little following up there. So. Oh man. Yeah. Our, our, our section is wonderful. I, I love it. I love all the people up there and you know, they're exciting, super kind and it, it'd be hard to move down, but I want to. So, <laughs> right. well, I don't know where I am this year. I, I don't get to go to any games, but I've got a cardboard cutout down there somewhere. I do I too, somewhere. I haven't seen where it's at yet, so <laughs> I'm down low this year. I just don't know where. Jacket over your shoulder. I want to know how, the, how you got that and if you checked the pockets to see if there was anything in there. <laughs> there's, there's nothing in the pocket. Well, you know, I didn't check the pockets. You know, I should check, actually. Later in the day, they had our families go outside, kind of right on the southeast corner of the, of the hall of fame is a grassy area and it's it's got that view of the that classic view of the hall of fame with the you know the top of it it kind of looks like a football so they our families go out there and they w had us wait inside and we came out one at a time and when we went out there um jim peters from ford he was out there and uh he introduced us and he brought us over and the first thing he gave us was uh was our ford hall of fans ring nice which was very 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 cool very cool <laughs> um and and then after that he he uh gave us our blue jacket and it it looks exactly like the the gold jacket that the the players wear um the emblem's a little different says ford hall of fans on it but it's super nice it's comfortable it's got my name inside <laughs> wow um, the stitching is orange and blue which is really really cool so the the chiefs fan yeah she, she has to wear a blue jacket with orange stitching on it too so he deserves oh, that's that <laughs> <laughs> wow so where are you gonna wear it to first i, I don't know <laughs> the broncos did invite me to a, a viewing party for the monday night game on monday so i may I may bring it, but I don't know. I feel a little bit weird wearing it out to just random things, but don't you dare feel weird. So what was it like meeting Champ Bailey? Uh, it was great. So I had actually met him the year before at his induction ceremony and uh, he signed my jersey. I, I had his jersey on and I saw him at the game and he walked in front of me and I was like, oh, I got to get it. So I ran out of the stadium and I ran up to him and uh, he signed that for me. But then when he was here, he was just very, very kind and very cool. And he was a great guy. It was very, very nice. A wonderful team. And they include me in a lot of things, which is very, very nice. Like yeah. at the Super Bowl, they they invited me to a private Bronco party. So I was there with John Elway and Peyton Manning and Floyd oh. Little and 
all those guys i got to meet all them and then it was all this free food like lots of <laughs> <and laughs> so funny i got to meet the players but i also got free food <laughs> yeah lobster tails taste better when the broncos are paying for it <laughs> yeah. you know my wife and i had this big old long conversation with peyton manning at that party and like it got to a point where i felt bad because i felt like i was keeping him from somewhere else and so you know i was like well, you know, it was nice to meet you and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, you too. And he went and talked to somebody else. And my wife kind of kind of hit me. She's like, why are you ending conversations with Peyton Manning? <laughs> take it all and let him end the conversation. I was like, yeah. I don't want to bug him, you know? Yeah. It is easy to feel that way with, especially someone like Peyton, who's so gracious to people. Yeah. You don't want to, you know, kind of, take too much of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want I didn't want to take too much time. You know, you don't want him looking over your shoulder like, eh, I got to get how do I, <laughs> how do I, get... <laughs> yeah. um, like, I agree. Yeah. Like be yeah. the one to end it. Cause then. <laughs> so I'm looking at a picture of your truck and there are all the little valves and dials and, and whatnot. Does it work? I mean, if you, if you hooked it up, would it work? It would probably work. So I can put it into <laughs> pump, but it's, it's been dry for so long there's no water in it so when uh when something like that goes dry you know the rubber gets old the seals get old um right right so it would probably leak all over the place i leave the tank empty there's no water in it and without water it gets four miles to the gallon so driving oh wow (laughs) so if i kept it full of water you know water weighs eight pounds per gallon so if I put 500 gallons in that thing, it's just going to, my gas mileage would be non-existent. How did you get it back with that kind of gas mileage? Like I, you drove it from where? South Dakota? Yeah, from South Dakota. <laughs> I, I stopped at every town and filled up, <laughs> you know, at four miles to the gallon, I can only go 150 miles before I'm out. And I, oh my gosh. to tell the truth, the, the fuel gauge is broken and I have ran out of gas twice. So, i've had to i've had to walk and hoof it to go get to go get a gallon of gas one of them was a guy i work with here in town he came to a game with me and we ran out on the way home and i was like ah oh. so he had to hoof it to the gas station and come back and i stayed with it on the interstate which was embarrassing <laughs> did you wave to everybody find yeah. yourself on twitter the next day yeah i get honked at all the time anyway and so I bet somebody took a picture of me stuck on the side of the road. So your gas bill to and from the game is probably more than your tickets for the game. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I keep it in Denver. I keep it about 10 miles from the stadium. What was it like uh, driving it in the Super Bowl parade? It was awesome. So my wife drove it and I was on the top up um, on the back with um, some of the other Broncos super fans, like, you know, the mile high monsters, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. the pom-poms. So they were up there with me and orange Vader was up there and the Bronconator. <laughs> and so, um, the Broncos had invited a certain amount of, um, fans and we used my truck as the, as the, fan the, uh, truck. the fan truck, which was really, really neat, but millions of people just, just watching us. So it was, it was exciting. Does it have a siren? Does it, does it make noise? Yep. The lights and sirens still work. Every time when I come to the stadium, you know, I come in, they scan, scan my pass and then I get past them because it's loud, but I turn on the sirens and the lights and let Broncos country know that we're there and we're ready to get them pumped up for the game. And 
what are you doing for the game? You said that they invited you to a party. Um, what would you, what, if you, if you don't go to the party, what would you be doing otherwise? Uh, this year, I guess I'd just watch it on my couch right here. Uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm at work, I work and I watch it there at the station, but, um, yeah, if I wasn't going to the, to the watch party, I'd be watching it with my family on the couch, I guess. So this is what you need to do. Call the Broncos and say, Broncos, I need about a 75-inch big screen TV to hook up to my, to my uh, truck, and I'm going to have a tailgate, and I'm going to have my own little watch party for any fans that want to come. <laughs> you hook me <laughs> yeah. up, Broncos. <laughs> yeah that would be awesome they um they actually did invite or they included me in their broncos kickoff luncheon uh which was like a, a, a auction fundraiser for their broncos charities and so there were things like elway steakhouse and things like that but there was also our fired up tailgate was in there so uh someone uh actually uh, another bronco super fan her name's mary she she forked out some money and we're going to have a private tailgate for her and um she gets to invite 20 of her friends and you know we all have to wear masks and kind of stay away from each other but we've got a ken has a trailer with a tv so we get to watch the game and sweet going to make a bunch of food so we are we are holding one private tailgate this year um thanks to the broncos putting us in that that kickoff luncheon auction that's that's awesome what are your so, predictions for monday night Oh, we're we're gonna win! I love it. You are a fan after my own heart. I always do that too. Of course, we're I mean, gonna win. It, it's definitely definitely sad that Vaughn's not gonna be there, and then oh, that was heartbreaking. I found that out at the Hall of Fame. I was there. No. I was in the Hall of Fame, and you know, I wasn't keeping the track of my phone because I was busy, you know, doing stuff with them and doing interviews. And then somebody sent me a text, and I was like, "Oh no." Yeah, not Vaughn. You know, I think that <laughs> was the collective response around Broncos country. Not we made Vaughn. it through camp. We made it through camp, and then it was, and then it was like a week, less than a week to go before the first game. And then Vaughn goes down, and then and, yeah, and then yesterday Cortland Sutton get, hurts his shoulder, so it's a bad, bad couple days for for our players. So, are you involved with fighting the the, the fires that are, are are raging in Colorado? Uh, so. I'm a, a firefighter for Pooter Fire Authority in Fort Collins and um, mainly just I work on Tower One so I stay in the city and um, you know protect Fort Collins. We do have a wildland team and one of the major fires in Fort Collins or in Colorado right now is the Cameron Peak Fire which is right outside of right outside of our town started about 60 miles west of us and it was blown up it went from 25,000 acres to a hundred thousand acres in a couple days and our sky was orange you couldn't see the sun our fire department does send uh, a crew out to work on those but it's it's not technically in our district even though it's pretty close are you going to add anything to your truck now to say i am in the ford hall of fans you know, all that's on the one side is the the giant D, and then the other side is the the newer logo. Um, and I just like the way that lo that looks. So I'll probably leave the truck alone, but my jersey, my jersey will have a patch, or my pants will have a patch, or 
something like that. I'll wear my ring to every game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you earned it. You absolutely. I mean, shoot, I'd get like a big rapper medallion, like with the, you know, <laughs> like, absolutely. Why not? Since you're a super fan, who's your favorite player of all time? It's John Elway for sure. That's why it's, uh, that's why we named the truck Broncos country and in seven, there was only one player obviously. that it could have been <laughs> named after, you know, and, when I when we made the truck, people were like, "But you know, Peyton Manning, make it Broncos Country Engine 18." And I was like, uh, "Engine Seven is the only number it could be. He's he's the greatest Bronco of all time, and he's you know he's one of the reasons I am a super fan. I grew up watching him. I was yeah. born in '79, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. he was drafted in '83. So as long as I can remember, John Elway's been a Bronco, and so." Peyton Manning, amazing things, but I agree. You can't, you can't have a, a truck to represent the Broncos and not do John Elway. <laughs> if it wasn't for John Elway, Peyton Manning may never have been a Bronco in the first place, right? Absolutely. Right. He wouldn't have had the history of the Broncos and all the championships. And if, if we didn't have all that, then does Peyton Manning come to the Broncos? Probably no. not. Who's your favorite uh, current player on the team? Vaughn, Vaughn. for sure. He's just wonderful. He's, he's exciting and he's a great guy. And, um, you know, he loves dancing. I did. Everybody just loves Vaughn Miller. My son loves him too. He's his favorite player. He wants to be, he wants to be Vaughn Miller when he grows up. If you take Vaughn out of the mix, uh, oh man, that, that's, that's tough. I don't even know. What about a favorite? Do you have a favorite from the rookie class this year? I haven't seen him play, right? But Jerry Judy, obviously, has probably got the best shot at being, you know. Yeah, a stud. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Locke, he's young, but he's exciting. Like, over the last few years after Peyton Manning, I just wasn't really excited when I saw any of our quarterbacks play. <laughs> not, not even Joe Flacco? No. <laughs> you you're you are preaching to a choir right now. Yeah. We... <laughs> yeah, you are not alone. <laughs> but when Drew Locke got in there, he brought excitement and he was fresh and you know, he would he would rap on the sidelines and so much more alive than like Trevor or And he's Paxton. so natural. Like he's not trying to be a certain kind of person, you know, in front of the camera and trying to like say the right thing. He just says what he's thinking and what he feels and and it's it's so refreshing and awesome. Like I we're all with you. Like we're all excited about this kid. Yeah, I, I just I hope he succeeds and man, I hope he he follows in, you know not follows in Mahomes' footsteps a little bit and, you know, takes us to the Super Bowl and wins yeah. the Super Bowl right away when he's young. That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> you follow in the footsteps so long as it's like he, he like shoves him to the side and passes him. Well, <laughs> yeah, he has to, right? Yeah. Right. Broncos and the Chiefs both can't be in the Super Bowl. So, you know, we have to, we have to beat them somewhere. Was there any uh, a good-hearted uh, a rivalry going on with you and uh, and the the puppet uh, lady from Kansas City when you guys were getting inducted? Yeah, th- for sure. So we were at the Super Bowl together, right? And it was the Chiefs and the Super Bowl, which was oh, just right. I don't know. I went to Super Bowl forty-eight <laughs> and fifty, so I I saw the heartbreak of Super Bowl forty-eight, and I was so sad. And then I was at Super Bowl fifty, and I got to see him win. I was just pumped up, and so I was sitting next to Janelle at the Chiefs Super Bowl and 
I, I did not want the Chiefs to win at all. I was <laughs> no, rooting against no. them. I was rooting against them hard the whole game. But then I would look over at her and I would see, you know, when the Chiefs were down, I would see just the heartbreak in her kind of in her face oh. and in her eyes. And I felt I did feel bad for her. And I was like, oh, no, you know, I, I don't know. I felt a little bit bad for her. <laughs> and then they started coming back and it switched, right? Her face jumped, got big, yeah. excited, and she was pumped up. And so I kind of saw me in her from Super Bowl 48 early in the game. And then I saw me and her from Super Bowl 50 late in the game. Yeah. And it was neat to see that for her. You know, I didn't want the Chiefs to win, but it was neat to be next to somebody who really, really wanted it to. Yeah. Yeah. You got You always have to appreciate a true fan. And so you want, you want it for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then there, there's Big Nasty, and he had no idea at the time that Tom Brady was going to join his uh, – his, Buccaneers like have you talked to him since uh, since all that happened I was with him this week and he is man he is excited their team just exploded right you got Tom Brady and then you got Gronk and then this week they got Leonard Fournette like their their team looks good and the Super Bowl this year is in Tampa Bay and no team has ever played in the Super Bowl in their home stadium it's never happened. And there's a, actually a big sign at the wall or sign on the wall at the Hall of Fame that says that. And <laughs> he's pretty sure that it's switching <laughs> this year. So He's over there trying to pull the sign off the wall. Right. Uh, <laughs> hopefully it'll be the Broncos versus uh, the Bucks this year. In That'd be nice. <laughs> I take it. I take it. Yeah, right. Wouldn't we? You all? know, we got we got to knock another uh, NFC South team off the off the block. You know, we've got two of them so far. So. Do you have a favorite game that you that you've been to, or just even in your fandom, you know, as a kid or whatever, your favorite game of all time? Favorite game of all time would probably be Super Bowl Thirty Two. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, just that first one and watching Elway just give it his all, you know, and a game that we're supposed to lose, right? Like most right. people had the Packers beating us. And so that's that's probably got to be my favorite game of all time. In the stadium, though, there's so many there's so many different memories from the stadium just being loud. But you know, Peyton Manning breaking record, Tebow uh, to Demarius touchdown in overtime <laughs> against the Steelers to win that playoff game. Talk about improbable! That was definitely a surprise. <laughs> well, that whole year too, every game it was like. Right. It was boring, boring, boring for a <laughs> Until while, the last three right? minutes. Yeah. Until the last few minutes. And then somehow, somehow he would pull something out and it would just, the stadium would explode. And that, that, that one in particular, like, oh, that game was just amazing. And, and first play of overtime, he throws that slant to Demarius and the crowd was bonkers. I'd never <laughs> heard it so loud. I was following your your candidacy and uh, and I and I was that is so, that is so cool. I'm glad to hear that you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was awesome. I'm I'm still just I don't know what to think about it. You know, it it seems a little bit unreal, and uh, you know I know there's a lot of fans in Broncos country that deserve it too. And so for the for the Broncos to pick me and Champ Bailey to come to my house and then you know for Broncos country to support me through the whole thing is just. It's mind-boggling. It's really, really awesome and humbling, and I couldn't be more excited. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. 
And enjoy uh, 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 Hall of Fame immortality. That's right. I, <laughs> right. I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. The plaque that they made is made out of the same bronze that they, you know, they sculpt their uh, busts with. So it, it's supposed to last for 40,000 years or whatever, whatever nice. he says. So exciting. Nice. That's terrific. That is great. Well, congratulations. Thank you. You've been listening to Something Something Bronco. A feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.